Hey everyone, real quick before the episode actually starts, this is going to be the last episode until sometime mid-December. We just needed a break and the end of Act 5, beginning of Act 6 seemed like a good place to do it. Uh, We'll be coming back better than ever. And uh, in the meantime, I have a newsletter that I am releasing at least monthly, maybe a little bit more often, but probably just once a month, jaxiax.substack.com. It is also, if you go to livelaughstuck.com, there's a link to it there. There's a link to it in the episode notes. So if you want to keep on top of what's going on, that would be the place to look. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you in December. Hello and welcome back to Live Laugh Stuck. I am Jackie, aka Jax. I almost said I am your Live Laughiest Stuck or some shit because mm-hmm. I just got blasted back <laughs> to my fake gamer bro introduction <laughs> for no good reason. <laughs> anyway, it's because Justin's here. Spoilers, Justin's here. It's probably in the title of the episode. Hello. Uh, this is your first time on the podcast, Justin. Or this one, is- a specific one. Yeah, it is my first time on any podcast ever. I am not known for podcasting for the last several years. No <laughs> podcast. Justin's like, what's the mic? What's all this equipment here? Where'd this boom arm come from? <laughs> Someone just set up this perfect podcast setup for me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Moosey is also here. Hello. And we're we're going to be tackling the end of Act 5, Act 2. Um, I I just don't understand as much as you probably gathered from the last episode justin doesn't know it's not out yet (laughs) but like i don't know as much i don't know it's like shrug i just kind of like well that's what it told me i'm gonna move on now and see if it answers it later but justin justin knows things more if he hasn't replaced all of his knowledge with sonic and dragon prince (laughs) i i may have binged uh the newest sonic prime and dragon prince immediately before recording this yeah, <laughs> that's fine. It'll work out. It's all good. So let's talk about Moosey. What are your like impressions of this last part? Because we started with insert end of disc one. Yeah. Um, things happened. I guess. I guess when we start next time, we'll be in like a restart of the world. Maybe <laughs> that was kind of the main main thing of this part that we've read. Is there? resetting their game (laughs) yeah um how did you like being in doc scratch's house for so long i i i liked the little bar up at the top where it showed like his guests messing around and just like that as the sub story i found interesting um i was kind of bored by his uh retelling his own narrative of the story yeah, no, it's the first um time Homestuck like completely takes over like the whole the whole thing changes to green. And yeah, I always forget about that little sub story that happens at the top and I end up having to click back to other things mm-hmm. to see what I missed. It's very fun. Homestuck is a wild 
thing that it does. It's a wild thing that it does, is the sentence mm. I said. Yeah, uh, you couldn't be more correct. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was interesting, like the first time I read it, uh, to where we click through all the little pictures to get all the mini stories. Uh, yeah. I just thought that was fun. I always have a hard time following things when they keep coming out of order all the time. <laughs> I'm very sorry it. about getting you into Homestuck. <laughs> I mean, when when Homestuck does stuff like that, there's very rarely an an implied order that you should go through. With the part in this act where you're just picking up the pictures and looking through them, mm. they're whatever. They're they're little snippets into the world while doc scratch is busy dealing with the other guests like yeah. there there's no there's not an order to them the order of them is uh near as i can tell correct me if i'm wrong not important yeah but then they're like little bits from other parts of the story happening <laughs> like i don't remember what was going on <laughs> like, uh. homestuck does go back and forth like a lot so much it's it's a big thing. Like that's that's really whenever people talk about Homestuck being complicated and comparing it to like Kingdom Hearts, it's because it just goes back and forth a lot. Like there's a lot to it as well. Like there's a lot of lore and background stuff, but a lot of it is just like the way it is told is a lot of jumping around in time and in different stories all the time. Mm. Yeah, makes it harder to understand. I mean, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing by any means. For sure. Um, I think that that the explicit way that it jumps around, for the most part, a couple minor qualms here and there, but I believe that for the most part, it tells it in the specific way to make the most compelling story. Yeah. And to make the story as easily digestible as it could be. If if you like read Homestuck in chronological order according to Homestuck, it'd be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I still need to get back to that read-through. I wonder if that person finished it. There's a on MSPFA, someone did Homestuck in chronological order. I just I just figured Hussie was like winging it as they went, and then we're like, oh, I, I should go back to this thing. Uh, let me <laughs> go read my own comic. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll grab this part and tie it back in. <laughs> I'm sure there's some of that going on, absolutely. There there, there is some of that. Like, I mean, hi, I haven't listened to the show. <laughs> hi, you're but... <laughs> a terrible friend. Why do I have you on here? <laughs> so you probably already said this, like, in the very first episode. But when Homestuck started out, it was on a forum as, like, a choose-your-own-adventure thing. Yeah. It was, like, Hussey basically put out a panel and said, hey, here's the thing. What happens next? You tell me. Mm-hmm. And And it went on that way for... A fair bit and then there's also been some commentary on a couple things the the one that springs to mind is something that hasn't come up yet but where he basically said yeah i took a look back at what i read and realized that it had to be this way so now it's canon <laughs> i'm excited to get to that point or you can dm me and tell me what it is <laughs> yeah no it's it's interesting it's a, it's a convoluted mess of i can hear the typing <laughs> <laughs> Of doing stuff definitely on purpose, like that he's laying some threads here that you just like won't get for a while. But it's also like, yeah, whatever. I mean, because we talked about because <laughs> like especially because the fandom was so involved with it that um I really need to listen to the podcast Homestuck Made This World because that 
that goes way deep into the fandom lore side of Mm -hmm. it from what I'm aware of so honestly that's one of the reasons I haven't listened to it yet because I didn't want to just like copy all of their points (laughs) (laughs) but I'm sure there's like some great insight into that because like I found out through the homestuck commentary that uh like Tavros was not initially in a wheelchair until someone said that he was in a wheelchair right yeah Uh, we talked about that and like that's that's crazy and this one I forget it was this one or it was probably this one where you see the sufferer and there's a mention of what is it his his holy leggings that's also from a fandom (laughs) thing like he has long pants up to his fucking nipples because of some fandom thing (laughs) it's I cannot tell you how many times I have gone beginning to end of Homestuck. Yes, I can. It's four. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You saying that just now is the first time that it's stuck in my brain. Oh, yeah. I've probably probably read that line four times. Yeah, no, I kind of forgot about it. Um, (laughs) I would always forget about it until Kankri gets brought up for some reason. I don't remember even them... We'll get there. You don't know who Kankri is yet, Moosey. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, mm. sorry. I I mean, we've had some name drops. We've had Dirk be dropped a couple of times uh, with a different guest because I'm a Dirk Kenny. Listen, it happens. Dirk your, is a name that you your know name. Now. Yeah, I mean, isn't it part of your Twitter Twitter handle or something? Yeah, my homesick Twitter handle is Dirkification. <laughs> like. <laughs> Just, just so everyone's like aware. Everyone knows. If you listen to this podcast, you fucking know. My, my podcast theme song is "Dirty Dirtkin." So <laughs> that's that's the shortened version of the theme song title. So we let some names drop. Like, I mean, Moosey knew who Fr- <laughs> Moosey was aware Vriska existed forever. Anyway, so we'll get back to the summary. Yeah, so we we see all the little vignettes from Doc Scratch's perspective as he fixes the disc because mm-hmm. a, he is a scratch doctor. So it's not only a play on billiards terms. It's also like, you know, the, the scratch doctor. He's, that fixes he's, your he's just scratch. there to fix the CDs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he's, he's doing his thing and then he gets mad because fucking spades and snowman make out because <laughs> he's a hater. Mm. The fucking impropriety. <laughs> um, he he hates uh, heterosexuality, which is why he gets so mad. Is is that actually part of the text? Or no, I I mean I can extrapolate that being part of the text, but I can't explain that to you for <laughs> a long time. Probably okay. not until the end of the comic. I I I feel like never mind. That's going to go into a weird place. Sorry, <laughs> ignore that. <laughs> How problematic do you want this podcast to get? <laughs> hey, Justin, I had a podcast episode where we talked about anti-shipping and strider cest. Okay, cool. <laughs> Doc Scratch explicitly grooms small girls. Yeah. And so I think he just has a problem with relationships between consenting adults. Mm. Fair enough. That's 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 where that that's where that was going when it was more of a joke <laughs> than just a than just a blunt statement. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is facts. Yeah, getting getting into the problematic content in the homestuck now. Because, like, he explicitly says he's grooming. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think he does use the word he, grooming. No, he, he explicitly uses the word grooming for what is what is what is the ancestor name? I'm about to use a name I that's, that's not. 
the old that's like, not her name made of time from yeah, the, the before times yeah oh my god i can't wait get it to get into that sentence you just said and i can't yet <laughs> but what is like they all have like they have the sephira the summoner the handmaid oh the handmaid the handmaid the handmaid jesus christ has he <laughs> was not thinking about the future with these with these ancestors and i think he said he was but he wasn't handmaid of time handmaid of was, time did he read the handmaid's tale <laughs> <laughs> but anyway explicitly is grooming her i think her timeline is the most confusing and i think this is the first time i have read it and understood it mm. because her timeline happens like all at the exact same time as, as we're seeing it basically mm -hmm. yeah it's it's wild you know what we'll just we'll just get to the good shit we'll get to cascade what were your i mean i have your impressions of cascade you yeah. uh you like me to just <laughs> do you want me to just read what i texted you yes <laughs> so I paused before I started watching Cascade because I was like, here it is. This is the thing that people have been hyping up. and stuff. Because you can watch so many uh, animations after you've watched Cascade. <laughs> right. I mean, also, like, when somebody asks, like, hey, why is Homestuck cool? Cascade is generally the first thing that comes to most people's minds, I feel like, mm -hmm. or some part of it, at yeah. least. For me, the moment that I went, oh, holy shit, this is a thing that is happening is is jade taking the planets and making them small and it's like hey these are coming with us now <laughs> that was like the moment for for me when i very first uh read through it let's see i could also like bring the video up as well when i'm looking at this but basically um let's see okay i said okay sad sad doggo <laughs> electric guitar attack and frog uh, Caraspacian's gonna detonate those places. One of those dudes came out of the Lotus time capsule. I I forgot like the name of the the card dudes. Uh, it was the the White King. The White King. Oh, the White King. Okay, I thought it was Chest maybe. Dude. It was. I thought it was one of like the state slick friends or whatever <laughs> enemies or something. Uh, quest bed, Frog Temple, Meteor. Uh, Beck was in the Lotus. He, mo he murdered, I think, just Beck Moore was in the Lotus for some reason, and I don't remember why. Oh no, there goes another head. Uh, troll fail session. Uh, oh, inside the Yin Yang Seed was the dodecahedron timer thing with the red and black tubes. Earth, a different planet with green and purple moons spades and whatever her name was uh her heart was the kids universe or the aliens universe the green purple planet universe <laughs> uh bird migration to dead jade in quest bed glowing pillars with balls on end jade sprite turns into wizard of oz dorothy with red shoes <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not wrong and shrinks and shrinks a meteor gold boat embiggens <laughs> she has the planets gamzy computing with little cow i don't know what's happening green sun is beck white now oh the caraspacian put the ring on so she turned into the white equivalent window to homestuck history intermission two virus executes to bring billiard ball 
demon into existence, I guess. Doc Scratch is expanding and has very veiny legs. It's gross. And he honking. He honking. He honking. So, you know, things happened. A couple of them. Mm-hmm. A couple of things happened. Uh, you would you would say that, um, but all of these events did sort of cascade into each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cascade was a big one for me. I think what got me hooked onto Homestuck was whatever the fuck Act Four's final animation's called. End of Act Four. Cool. <laughs> the end of Act Four, I think, is what got me <laughs> hooked onto Homestuck. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I just wanted to be a shit. I don't know. People just like people just fucking know the names. Oh my god, do you remember the music from uh S Terezi go up some stairs and then back down, but this isn't see <laughs> or ascend? I don't. Is that an act? <laughs> no. I feel like it's probably the same music. Yeah. I'm just making stuff up. I just made that up right there. Anyway, <laughs> point what is what even happened in Act Four? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, Act Four? That was when okay. So what got me about that one was because that was that was when um uh, Jade's dream self died. Mm, oh okay yeah yeah. So it got me crying. That's how you get me. Mm-hmm. But she comes back. She comes back and then she dies again. Mm. Like everyone in Homestuck, is death a permanent state? Sometimes. There are like five different conditional mortalities and conditional <laughs> immortalities. Yeah. In this game. Yeah. So. And you can be so many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's Solux. Oh, we should probably get into this too. That. So. Dave and Rose go to where the green sun is. They they open that thing up and they find what look like quest beds. Yes. Except they can't be because those are their dream selves. Hmm. Is that how that works? I have no idea. <laughs> well, yeah. So the explanation that we have gotten from the trolls up to this point in the story is: if you die on your quest bed, then your dream self god tears. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But these are the dream selves. So these, but these are the dream selves. Yeah, I don't know. Also, the trolls don't know anything. They don't. This entire story is made in, uh, of just a series of unreliable narrators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a term I, I heard that is like, it's not unreliable narrators if they're not being unreliable on purpose. But it's just like, it's all of Homestuck is just people who think they know what they're talking about and they don't. Oh, un- uninformed narrator. Something like that. That yeah. might be a good term. Yeah, it's like they're very confident because they think they put the pieces together and they haven't. And that's yeah, yeah, that's the trolls, and everyone else, except for John. John never knows what he's doing. <laughs> John never knows what he, you're fucking correct. What? Okay, so what I really loved about this <laughs> is, um, you'll see this a lot more later on, Moosey. But like, John's kind of like memed on for like, oh, that was kind of sad to like traumatic events, right? Mm-hmm. But like in this one. In this section, he, like, really tries to be like, Carcat, oh my god, this terrible thing happened, and you're saying something terrible happened? Are you okay? Are your friends okay? What's happening? Why are you mm-hmm. on Riska's laptop? And Carcat's like, 
I don't have fucking time for this. We have way more important <laughs> things. Just forget about it. And so it was like, okay, well, John tried to process through things once and mm. couldn't. And that's it. That's all he gets. It's the one time. Well, <laughs> it's 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 slight it's I feel like it's slightly deeper than that from, from Carcat's end. Yeah. Because John asks, like, hey, what happened? Why are you on on yeah. Riska's laptop? No, it is. And then Carcat Yeah, Carcat says, before I answer that, did you guys like each other? And when John says yes, only then does he say, okay, we don't have time for this, I'll explain later. Yeah. Yeah. Which implies that maybe he was going to say it if John didn't care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because again, John doesn't have time to like properly grieve anything. It sucks. Yeah. I felt felt bad. And then, oh my god, I um I got really into Spider Breath. This this section of Homo's like always gets me into Spider Breath, which is the uh, John Riska ship name. <laughs> anyway, Spider Breath, good. I love Spider Breath. Friska and John are so. I actually made a meme of John Mulaney Mule- saying, "Um, my wife is a bitch, and I like her very much." Except it's John about Friska. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone out there, do Spider Breath. I will stop caring about it. As soon as we start Act Six, so now's the time. Make make more Spider. Make enough John Vriska content that we can change the name. What do you want to change it to? I don't. It literally anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not creative enough to come up with an idea off the top of my head right now. Yeah, same. I don't think. I think people who think this shit up is. They're they're very smart and not like me. I'm just used to shit like you know Zutara. Just combine the names. Mm. Yeah, but you're gonna need something more exciting than Spider Breath to and it, it, John Friss is not that exciting. Cage Appreciation Club. <laughs> but point being, we see Friska meet a dead John that didn't know her, and it's very sad. Yeah, they go on. Uh... They want to date. That is that is very cool though, because is this the first time we've been introduced to the concept of meeting non-alpha characters in this sort of situation? We sort of had that before. Uh, I mean, in still the same situation, but we had like the Aradia bot was before the John Vris thing, because that's when we find out about the timeline where Gamzee went crazy and killed Nepeta and Karkat and some people. Mm. But a radio bot like shows up in the alpha timeline, so it's kind of different. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Dream bubbles are great. I'm I'm looking forward to Act Six. I'm gonna have a lot of dream bubble action. Yes, Act Six is about twice as long as the entire comic so far. What <laughs> is it? I thought it was just. I thought we were halfway. Oh, like the entirety of Act Six. Because there's. Yeah, because um. We are about halfway through the comic, and the only thing left is Act 6 and Act 7. But Act 6 just has a lot of parts. Act 6 is fucking enormous. It is. Have fun. It's great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. (laughs) It's gonna be great. I'm very excited, personally. (sighs) You know, because I'm a dirt kitty. And you just don't (laughs) even fucking know who he is yet. (laughs) It's like, my favorite character... You just doesn't exist yet, and you've you've, you've read so much. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, let's get to your questions. Well, as I was going through the recap, I don't I just don't even know what all to ask because it's again kind of like you said earlier. Maybe I'll just go with it and he'll ex or like they will explain it all later. <laughs> yeah. Or it'll come up again or something. But then I'll be I'll forget this stuff by the time we get around to that. So then I have to go watch a bunch of recaps or something. Well, the thing is, your first question that you put in the group chat is about Friska. Yeah. So I am going to talk about it. Why does Friska want to be responsible for the happenings in the game slash the rise of Bechdor? Which I might have even asked last time as well. I just don't remember things. Yeah, I don't remember you asking last time, but it's because she's Friska. Because there is a poetry in being the one responsible for the big bad that you are then going to defeat. It's because she has control issues. And she just has to meddle in, in everything and it's going to happen anyway. So if it's going to happen anyway, why shouldn't be, she be the one who causes it and increase her own importance? Because the aspect of light is about like narrative relevance, is about um, the spotlight. Like it's about knowledge and stuff too, but it's about luck and the spotlight and all of that. And Vriska is a thief of light. She is a thief of the spotlight. So if she can be in charge, she can... Oh, I just hit the mic. If she can be the one responsible for what happens, then that's, like, the fucking best. I guess. <laughs> um, also, people yeah. people do not talk about this as much in fandom. Like, obviously, there's there's Vriskorse, um, as, as it's called. I don't know if it's with a K <laughs> or without a K. Either way, there's Vriskorse. And like people like list her sins and they so very bring or very rarely bring up that like she caused every bad thing that's happened in Homestuck up to the end of Act 5, Act 2. Like one way or another. Mm. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's a lot. Like she gave Jade narcolepsy. Mm -hmm. But that's fine because I love her and she's <laughs> terrible. Let, let me float a tangential question. Go for it. Do you think that her making herself the cause of everything in her own way is trying to make up for the sins of the past because yes she is responsible for these bad things but then she also takes it upon herself to be responsible for the the kids especially john's growth in order to overcome the obstacles that she has then created she is playing hero maker she is a DM that got a bit out of control. <laughs> yeah. So like the win is is her fault as well. So Yeah, no, absolutely. Like she Sorry. she she creates this this scenario where everybody succeeds over the biggest thing possible and that one that one act of good is so fucking big that it overrides all those kids she fed to a spider. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my psyche would be if I had been feeding kids to a spider my entire life. Yeah, there's a really, a really good comic that I want to send you. For a while, there was a thing called, um, was it just called Paradox Space Comics or something? I think it was just, yeah. Paradox Space. I think it was just called Paradox Space. Yeah, um, but it was like unofficially canon comics that were like on like a Homestuck owned like website and everything. But, like, obviously, like, some of them, like, straight up could not be canonical. And some of them, like, just like, oh, this was a neat a neat thing to imagine that happened. 
in one, uh, there is a comic that takes place right after Vriska gets her like eye and arm blown off. And mm -hmm. it just like really delves more into her and like constantly hearing her spider mom at like needing food, like demanding food. Mm -hmm. So um, it's real good. I might have to send that because it's, it's a classic. It's a classic for Vriska likers. <laughs> it's, it's very good. You know, you can actually buy a physical copy of Paradox Space. The whole thing, because I heard that there was like two halves or something. I don't know. I know there is a comic up on Amazon called Paradox Base that has the comic that you're talking about in it. I will put that on my Amazon wish list posting. I'll say it's, it's on. I'll say it's on my wish list. I've been waiting for the price to come down because it's not in print, so it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, that'd do it. Is yeah. there like a so it's published online, right? Not all of it. So some of it is only in the comic, and some of it is only um, online. That one was only in the comic, but it was so good that it is available online. People have scanned it. Yeah. Because it's fucking great. And then another fucking great thing. Sorry, if I bring up uh, Paradox mm -hmm. Space, you guys, and by you guys, I mean the listeners, have to know about, God, I forgot his fucking name while I was talking about him. What is your name? Zach Morrison. Zach Morrison is the uh, creator of the comic, um, summer teen romance so summer teen romance is like one of the most known of the paradox space comics it is completely like i mean technically it could be canonical in a way i guess because it's car cat who has a script for a a movie called summer teen romance and it's just so <laughs> funny and people love it and then they don't go on to look up zach morrison and see that he has his own comic paranatural that if you love summer teen romance go read paranatural Please. Anyway, that's that. That's where I am. <laughs> More comics. More comics. These are like normal comics, though. Mm. If you want like stuff like Homestuck, go read seventeen seventy seven seven six. I forget how many sevens are in it. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Or is that did that satisfy? Do yeah. you have any questions based off? I could keep talking about Vriska. I think I remember us talking previously about control issues or something like that with her yeah um, maybe it was like a couple episodes before but could be i do love talking about briska the next my next observation was i think i just need a diagram of live live taylor's the bunnies the bunny journey the bunny <laughs> has like 70 different names every time every yeah. time a kid gets the bunny yeah. different name yeah that that diagram cannot be provided yet Yeah. Yeah. Is, but there is a diagram has someone made <laughs> i believe later the comic shows us the entire thing in a flash if i'm not mistaken maybe maybe okay. i know so i I think i sent you one that had like mild spoilers yeah i didn't look very close at it yeah um so we'll we'll get to that okay yeah i just i don't remember <laughs> like how does she or he or they the bunny the bunny get between all these places i do not remember <laughs> yeah no like live the bunny and Lil cal all need their own spreadsheets to figure out what the fuck is yeah. going on with these guys i know Lil cal gets one yeah Lil cal death gets one worst character in homestuck gamzy <laughs> Lil cal 
I'm saying that because it was in Dami's like top 10 or something whenever we did one of those character ranking things. Lil Cal is pretty fucking bad. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Is it just that he does nothing or does he be, do stuff later in the comic? I feel like the first panel, Lil Cal was the worst character. In that also, but Lil Cal is so goddamn important. So oh. goddamn important. <laughs> You could also answer Lil Cal for the most important character in Homestuck. You probably oh, could. Lil Cal might yeah. have more narrative importance than Vriska. <laughs> Actually, that's like a, a, a hussy commentary thing because there is a point where we say, now let's go to the most important character in Homestuck and it switches to Gamzee, but it's Gamzee with Lil Cal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe. And they just had to make Lil Cal so unnervingly ugly and dollish. there is uh i don't think that we've gotten to it yet but at one point in homestuck there is a picture of hussy with a real life locale oh yeah geez. that's that's the thing that's like in the comic not just like a a fun thing down in like the the newsletter below or something it's mm. in the comic it's, you have it's to canonical it. to the comic yeah mm. like because that's another crazy thing about the end of act five act two is hussy like has been like a self-insert author writing up recaps and shit but in mm -hmm. this he literally pops out of the fourth wall to beat up a now puppet doc scratch yeah. yeah okay so that's that's another thing that should probably be touched on is that handmaiden this entire time in doc scratch's house is messing with uh i believe they call it the fifth wall is that fifth wall i thought it was like the fenestrated they, they, oh all of the walls like that are called fenestrated walls or fenestrated windows. I think this I think this oh, one specifically was, was called the fifth wall during mm. this. Gotcha, gotcha. And like the entire time she's like she's fucking with it. And Yeah, that was the thing where you had to pay attention to the top um, Yeah, where banner. she turned it back on right at the end. And even before that, she was breaking she was like trying to break through it with a chair. Which probably weakened it, which is what let Hussy break through it onto this side. And the instant that he took control of the narrative back from Scratch is when Scratch died. <laughs> like the instant yeah. that Hussy began telling the story again. Hmm. It's a fucking webcomic. Was she trying to like get Hussy's attention <laughs> in the comic? Um, by messing with the window. I think this is Okay, so going going into class specting a little bit. Time can also be parsed as obligation. And there was an obligation to get this story back to its author. So, I feel like that was her playing her role in like bringing Hussey back into the comic. She also got to break shit and have Hussey beat up Doc Scratch. Two things which she very much enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Most violent character in Homestuck. <laughs> Honestly. Fantastic. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, so um, another thing, and she probably explained it at some point in the pester logs. But I wasn't sure why Jade began implementing a linear-based like password system 
to make sure that she was only talking to people in a certain order. She wanted to be in charge of her own ideas. Yeah. Okay. Is is basically it. I also think she saw how unreasonably fucked up it became when Carcat began began talking to John backwards. Yeah. And she just as as a person Jade has way too much going on in her head like at all times. I I it's I assume it's like a beehive mm-hmm. inside of her head. <laughs> I can I can imagine her just going, "Okay, I see what happened over there. I'm not going to fucking deal with that. That sounds like too much. We're going to do this correctly." Yeah, also having a conversation with two car cats at once probably <laughs> helped that. Okay, so after that, I asked how basically, you know, everyone has done some DNA sequencing to create, end up creating their um, guardians of their own planet, universe, whatevers. And I just was wondering how they know the DNA sequences or if that's even something that's going to come up later. Justin, you got this one because I said in the last one, I didn't even remember that the trolls had DNA sequences until right. we got to this point. Have we got to the point in the comic where they they made Beck? Yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was like Act Four or some shit. Okay, I I Homestuck is all just sort of one big thing in my head, <laughs> and because the story doesn't tell itself linearly, I I don't know when things happen a lot of the times. Okay. I usually know act one, maybe act two. And then after that, or then like act five, act one is like its own thing. But after that, it's like, right. John bites the apple in act seven, right? That's (laughs) 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 okay. So we know that Rose got the sequence from Jasper's. That's already a thing that's happened. Mm -hmm. So that's how, that's how the kids got it. That's how they made Beck because uh, Jasper's whispered the secret uh, four letter phrase meow. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly do not remember. So the troll sequence is because, like, I think even the beta kids had more than just um, meow. But the trolls have, yeah, it's TikTok break heads honk honk. I'm just gonna start saying that to everybody I meet. TikTok break heads honk honk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, if if honk is one part of the sequence, then you're about to get the answer to that question. Okay. I mean... Uh. <laughs> yeah, you are you are about to get the answer to that question. Okay. I believe you. Yeah, okay, for the kids, it was just meow. I, I, think, I, I think I know the other sequence you're thinking of, and that's later. Okay. Okay. My next question was like, was there a significance to uh, Terezi scratching disc two of Homestuck besides just having a reason to go into the whole doc scratch part? <laughs> like, does that mean anything that she scratched it? Does that affect the universe thing? I just view it as a parallel to the scratch they have to make to scratch the session and start over. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's just kind of another way of of exploring that. I I think the only reason that it's Terezi is literally for the scratch and sniff joke. I it is I do like it. Well, I feel like this comes up I think it also just 
helps us understand the concept of Homestuck being on discs and mm. what can happen if they malfunction. Like we saw the glitches and everything right. and we had to take a break. It is, it is sort <laughs> of a, remember, this is technically a game that they're playing on computers. Yeah. But um, they have and... lost. They have definitely lost the original CDs. Well, but they have all the codes capsulogged, right? Couldn't what wasn't that like, a plot point that they couldn't capsulog the CD? Well, they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't until um, almost everyone was in, and then they got the ability because Dave took over for uh, John. Oh, to right, be right, because they they got that it it produced like an unreadable code that they had to get the scanner for. Right. Yeah. Right, okay. Yep. 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 Is the Sverb discs? different from the homestuck discs no again i think it's just i I, th I think that's just for the audience i guess i'm just saying that it's more of a, a continuous concept rather than strictly a metaphor to better understand right. it in this section right so okay there's a couple things that we have to look at here we saw very early on what the spurb disc looks like mm -hmm. and when when I, when it shows us the the two discs in a in a folder, the disc one mm -hmm. does look like the Sperb disc, and then disc two looks like the the Beat Mesa that we're about to scratch. Okay. So, I guess it's possible, but they made a big deal early on about Sperb is two discs. It's a hurt. It's a it's a purse. No, that's not right. It's a host and it's. It's a client yeah. and a server. A client and a server. I was going <laughs> to say and host server. and server. I was like, that's not correct either. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So they made a big deal about Homestuck being, or Spurb being only those two discs. So the fact that we're moving on from Spurb to Homestuck disc two feels to me like they are not the same thing. Like, like the home, like the Homestuck discs are, are not the Spurb discs. Yeah. yeah. Especially because there's like the Spurb disc and then the S-Grub discs, right? Because um, the, the trolls have a different, like they create their own right. program. But so it's, like each... it's not a disc. Is, don't, don't they like literally shove oh, yeah. bugs it's into a computer? A they shove bugs. <laughs> they have organic. Their, their computing is all organic. So um, yeah, so it's not a disc. But like each... So Homestuck is like a bigger meta thing than Esperb and Esperb. Right. Okay. This this is a a thing that has happened like many many times, and it's it's basically continuous. Like you know, the trolls made the the human universe by by beating the game, and then mm -hmm. by the humans beating the game, they would create another universe that would then eventually go on to create the game again. And and make another one and and so on and so forth and into the past as well. Like somebody else made the trolls universe, going backwards. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the story of Homestuck is revolved around this this like compact thing, but but the game of of Spurb or its various iterations in other languages has been this like big cosmic chain of stuff. At least that's what's sort of implied. We did talk about in the last episode about the OG Adam and Eve playing Esper. Mm -hmm. Right? 
what's really great, I don't think this is a spoiler, but at some point, I forget if this was fandom and then it became canon or what, but at some point it is implied that Obama plays. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because also remember that like Sperb went out to a bunch of fucking different people. Each one of them had their own session with their own Incivisphere and their own Skya. Yeah. I forgot about that part. (laughs) Isn't, isn't it, doesn't somebody say maybe an unreliable person, but I think somebody says that on any planet, only one session is ever viable maximum. I, I can't remember. That sounds true. So then would other people playing their own sessions also be teleported ish into their own servers too? They're put into their own servers, but it is entirely possible for the game to spawn unwinnable sessions. Like with this one. Yeah. Where they, where they, where literally the win condition never spawned and instead they got a bomb. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, then how would doing the scratch change that? Because it's still the universe created by the trolls. And the trolls didn't do a good job on their frog or whatever. They they haven't explained what the scratch is yet, right? Other than just saying it's a reset. It's the reset, yeah. Okay. They they I mean, I feel they they sorry, didn't they go into it a bit more? Didn't Scratch go into it a bit more during um his session? Well, I mean section? I mean when when Homestuck talks about the limitations of a reset and like the Ooh. exact process of it. Of of how Skya does the reset is I feel like I, that, I think that's later on in the comic because they actually do explain that but, really succinctly and well. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what they've explained so far, and I don't know if that's what you're talking about or if there's more explanation that I've forgotten about because that sounds right because I didn't remember it. But like, there is a part where Dark Scratch talks about how. Like the trolls session is a like is the result of a scratch right. session, yeah. and they kind of go into the detail about that about how like the OG people are no longer the heroes of it, and now like they're the ancestors, and they happen like far in the past, and now they're they they don't get to be the ones who who try the uh, session mm-hmm. again. Yeah, I I'm like ninety percent certain the thing that I'm talking about has not been explained yet. Oh, the teleportation portals? Like the meteors? In in relation to the scratch specifically. Oh, my bad. I don't know. Maybe not. I because I can only remember the meteors. I, I, I'm relatively certain that's an Act 6 thing. I, I think that's Okay. This is why we got you on. I'm I'm rel I I think that's a late Act 6 thing. Like open So down. we'll figure it out in yeah. a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. I, I like it. It's a really cool explanation. It's it's very fun to think about from like a technical mechanical perspective. Um so mm. I don't know. As a programmer, enjoy it when it comes up, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking remember. I think that was all your questions. Did you have any more? Not not that I know of. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> fair. Yeah, it's it's a doozy. Now we're gonna 
question mark see another world and have to learn a whole bunch of other new things about another world or the alternate version of the world and ancestors I'm very excited and then who who maybe made the trolls universe and then who what universe are the kids gonna make if they make a universe i don't know i'm excited i x x6 is a it is a, a polarizing one like act five is where a lot of the people who loved act one dropped off like they were here as a continuation of like problem sleuth act one sounds all great what the fuck are these trolls mm-hmm. doing yeah here? i i will say like when i originally read through it i did i did stick through and get up to where the where uh the comic currently was but when act six started um i went oh fuck like and i i i, <laughs> I wanted i wanted to stop because it, it immediately felt like it, it, yeah. it, it, what did it feel like <laughs> it doesn't feel like a continuation Hmm. it doesn't i'll i'll i also had that yeah trepidation for a good long while it's worth yeah. it because like so are we gonna go off on a different tangent as well this is it's never mind i'm not gonna say anything it is a continuation it is, it is a continuation in the same way that act five was a continuation from four yeah where we like started with the trolls and had to learn all the trolls backstories before continuing. Yes. But you also get to learn other cool things like, like, like about different session types Mm. and they start going into a lot more in depth with what, what all the classes and aspects mean. And for, for me in particular, Homestuck was always like my favorite part of Homestuck was, was always that, that more mechanical side to it of like the, the the definitions and the way that everything is quote unquote supposed to like link together and work mm-hmm. before the game breaks itself. My favorite part is the between eighteen and twenty two new characters you get to meet, depending on how you define characters <laughs> and new. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you meet. <laughs> Anywhere between zero and twenty-two characters. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so good. I love it so much. There's a part coming up that apparently everyone fucking hates, but I love so much, and I'm excited to go through it again. And I'll see if you are excited <laughs> to go through it because I didn't. Re- I only recently found out that everyone hated that mm-hmm. section. It's another game. Okay. So, uh, hey, I don't. That. Can I? Can I give? Can I give a minor? It's not really a spoiler, but it's like. Can I give a piece of advice for reading, a specific <laughs> part in the future? <laughs> you yes. do not need to read all of Kankri's text. Just don't. <laughs> no, no, read it. You don't. Read. You don't. Every you don't word. need to. God, I wonder how the uh, quirk, because uh, like Moosey's using a thing that gets rid of quirks. I wonder if that's going to work in the game. It's, I, no, it's not. I yeah, I would say I almost guarantee it will not because that's. I didn't know if someone like recoded. No, that would make it too know. hard. Such fans are crazy. Yeah, especially doing that in Flash, where I'm relatively certain it's not text. I think it's an image that scrolls. 
and re- mm-hmm. and reveals. That's fair. I don't know. I thought someone made a JavaScript version of the game, but I guess that they're trying to preserve the OG. I think somebody did make a JavaScript version Good. when 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 everybody thought that Flash was gonna like go away. I know somebody started to make JavaScript, but then very soon after that. Oh my god, was that a project I almost got on and then didn't keep with and then I dropped out of the fandom? Maybe. But like I know that relatively soon after they said, Hey, we're gonna translate this to JavaScript, that Ruffle came out as a Flash emulator. Mm-hmm. So I think the project was dropped because there was now a stable and secure Flash emulator. I will say, you know, we're we're having all these scary <laughs> warnings about that. There's some that like no one reads and no one understands what's being said, and that's just part of the experience. Some pages that no one reads, or some quirks, some some talking oh. that happens. Yeah, the the we'll get there. Some of the typing quirks are about to get a little much. <laughs> yeah, not as <laughs> I still love that one that you accidentally got because <laughs> it broke. Yeah, uh, freaked out. Because it broke. <laughs> Technically, still a typing yeah. quirk. It had <laughs> it rules. had rules, but one of you the rules was replace a letter it. with the word undefined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that was literally what was happening. I thought that was by design. <laughs> Terezi was just trolling Dave so hard. It's part of the glitch. Part right? of the glitch system. It's canon. So that she started writing with undefined. <laughs> That's so funny. Act 5, Act 2 was fucking... I love Act 5, Act 2. It made me really like a lot of characters more. It made me feel for characters more. Oh my god, there's this one I have to send you. There's this uh, lyric stuck that's um, Blue Lips by... uh, What's her name? Regina? I want to say Regina George, but that's obviously (laughs) not it. (laughs) Is it it Regina Spector? Is that, I think so. Is that with it? Okay. The the blue lips. Like if you don't like Equius, you watch that and you like Equius just a little bit. It's a lot of like classic, like this is a home. If you like this song, it's because you like Homestuck. A lot of those classic yeah. ones came out around this point. Murder Stuck did wonders right? for the fandom. <laughs> if you wanna if you if you want to get people hype about your shit and create things, murder some fools. Yeah. Oh, is that just murder? Is that what this part where Gamzee was killing everyone is called? Is just murder stuck? Yeah, yeah. Like Gamzee, Aridin, and Briska mm-hmm. killing everyone is is murder okay. stuck. Um, that's what they call it. It's very on the nose. We got we got lyric stuck where you make like an animation or some sort of music video, like an AMV, but yeah. home stuck. We got sad stuck <laughs> when the when things are sad. so is murder stuck like the way the game of thrones fans talk about the red wedding or whatever i haven't seen any game of thrones (laughs) oh my god oh my god the red wedding would have been like oh my god oh my god sorry my whole like oh my god (laughs) like my brain is just warping around viewing the red wedding from the lens of homestuck murder stuck because it was like equally invigorating, right? You were like, like no one expected the Red Wedding, I guess, unless you read the books. But I didn't read the books. Fuck me. <laughs> I haven't read the books oh, or no. watched the show. Yeah, neither. 
as a side note, the reason why I'm not interested in Final Fantasy 16 is because people keep saying it's very Game of Thrones-esque. It's like, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I hear that's just from, like, the political intrigue and not from, like, doom and darkness of that type. No, it's it's kind of... it It's... The the front half of Final Fantasy 16 is very Game of Thrones without the incest. Um, but then then the back half of it, the game remembers that it's Final Fantasy and starts to do all the Final Fantasy tropes again. So the only two Final Fantasy games I've ever beaten were a Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Okay. And then Final Fantasy 12 Revenant Wings. Why are you only playing side games? <laughs> <laughs> I played more. I just haven't beaten them. Yeah, that's fair. I've gotten, I've gotten to some of the end bosses and just not beaten it from there. And then for Final Fantasy VIII, I got to the end of disc one, and then disc two didn't work, and so it <laughs> wouldn't transfer everything over. So I beat that last boss of disc one in so many times. So many times trying to get it to work. Oh, that sucks. Did your Final Fantasy eight disc get scratched? <laughs> Better take it to a groomer. Oh god. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, it's me, Tensei. You know. This bit totally isn't ADR'd, but if it were, you should check out the Kofi for the original cut. You can find me primarily behind the scenes of every tabletop actual play project on the Bardrock network of shows, or in front of them on the flagship show Bardrock Cafe, playing as the known liability Nodir Kusain Amber. We may even have a Homestuck game that needs some cast coming up uh, next year, so keep an eye out if that sounds interesting to you. If you want to hear more of me just sort of rambling about my passions, I was recently on an episode of the Hyperfixation podcast where I talked about open time loops in Ben 10 for five and a half hours. It's a, it's a good time, and I'm going to do it again. Uh, that's all I got. Back to you. Or, or forward to you. Whatever. Thank you to Dami for composing the theme song and editing the episode. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash dominothief. Shout out to our fakest fan tier supporters, Danny the Spoonlord and Tezrak. You can become a supporter and receive early episodes and bonus content for as little as $1 a month over at ko-fi.com slash jacksyaks or simply give a one-time tip. For information on and links to my other projects, head over to jacksyaks.com. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening.